Hey, this is Isaiah Nelson. This is the Forever Learning, a.k.a. Forever Growing Podcast. I'm not going to hold up your time. You got things to do and I got things to do. Today, I'm going to be talking about what triggers us as far as um, what get us horny, what get us aroused, um, what get us attracted to someone or something. I want to give this disclaimer, and I said this in a lot of the sexuality episodes that I had is that I'm not just talking about sexual penetration, wanting to have sex with somebody. You can be stimulated by someone spiritually, um, mentally, um, just as well as physically, and then sexually and all of that. Like when you talk about um, your sexuality, is more than just one thing, all right? So I think a lot of us are embarrassed by what triggers us into being intimate with someone. We too, We are too afraid to admit it. Um, We can't even admit it to ourselves. Even when we are in private, we're constantly lying to ourselves. And that's scary because I'm not saying you got to go out in the open and tell people what triggers you as far as in an intimate fashion. Because to be honest with you, you got to kind of keep that private a lot of the times. Because when people know, they're trying to manipulate. But when you are by yourself and you still can't be honest with yourself or you are honest with yourself, but you're sitting and thinking, how can you manipulate it? And how can you, um, you know, not be true from within it? Again, it's a very, very, very scary thing when you can't be honest with yourself. Sexuality is so important in me dealing with my grief and me dealing with my success. Um, I must, 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 must know my sexuality, which basically means, you know, the things that I am attracted to. Um, That means like the things that triggers me. That means like how I communicate with the opposite sex. I have to know that. Because a lot of times when you don't know your sexuality, when you're not on or you're not studying what you are attracted to or what stimulates you, it kind of comes out in everything else. Okay, the lies, the images, the cover ups. And it's very, very good to know, just like Till Swan said, y'all have to look her up because I listen to a lot of her videos like you have to practice healthy sexuality and healing sexuality. You know, you have to practice that you have to heal yourself because a lot of times um and i'm gonna talk about that a little bit you know we are tarnished um we are traumatized when it comes to intimacy and attraction and sexuality like if i have an issue with black women okay (laughs) because of certain things i've seen or i went through okay now i can't practice healthy sexuality or healing sexuality because it's not that you know i just fall in love with an individual and it don't matter what color they are or what gender they are I have a vendetta against this certain gender and this certain race, okay, or this certain individual of a um, social class, even though these same people trigger something inside of me sexually, okay, I still just don't, don't, don't like them in my ego. All right, you have people that rape, that molest, that attack individuals, all right, that triggers them sexually, but they don't like them, so they seek violence okay or they act out in a violent manner this is scary you got people who marry an individual that they don't like that they're not fond of all right and they abuse them verbally mentally and physically okay so that's when you don't know your sexuality and you're not practicing you know your um you're not practicing healing and healthy sexuality so let me start it off by um mentioning this Um, Because it's going to be a short episode, but by the time I'm done, you're going to understand what I'm talking about. Because part of my denial, um, part of, you know, me not owning up to what I was attracted to 
it played a very, very big part because the same thing that I was against, it triggered me sexually <laughs> or attractional or in an in a attraction type manner, if, if I use the right terminology. Or let's just say I was in denial because the same things I spoke against was what I was attracted to. And that's because I wasn't studying. Sometimes when we like something so much underneath the surface, we attack it because we think that's going to get rid of it. Now, I'm going to keep this episode very simple. And what I mean by that is I'm not going to go through all these different things. I'm going to have different parts of this. But as a spiritarian, I try to study things that revolve around the things that I try to prophesize. So um, if you look at the Pyramid of Life and Mastery, M-A-S-T-E-R-Y, how to master the seven areas of life. And the site that this is on is called, um, now you already know, I got this rule, right? Because I don't feel like going to Google all the time and having them say it. If it's a word I can't pronounce, I'm going to spell it out. P-I-N-T-E-R-E-S-T. Again, that's P-I-N-T-E-R-E-S-T. Okay, that's what the pyramid I'm about to explain. That's the site that it's on. And the reason why I'm going to name these um, seven areas of life as far as what we need or what we go through is because it revolves around our sexuality. Okay, now I don't like to go in an order because in life it can get confusing. It don't follow the order all the time. But we have physical body, emotions and meaning, relationships, time, career and mission, finances and contribution and spirituality. Now, what I'm going to do is relate this to sexuality as far as what we are attracted to and what triggers us to want to have sex or want to be attracted to someone or want to get closer to someone or wanting someone attention or being stimulated by someone because again even if you want spiritual attention from someone because like i said before it doesn't always have to be you know wanting to have sex with somebody um is let me start off with our physical body now physical body is very important i always say our physical body is 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 kind of like a vehicle always pay attention to nature okay one of the meanings of nature is what we are around on this earth right now so whether you get a mercedes-benz or you get a gmc terrain or you get a family van or you get a ford taurus whatever the case may be it's all still a vehicle it's all still a car but different cars requires different type of maintenance it's different type of oils you may have to put in that car or type of certain type of gas you have to put in that car so it's all the same principles as far as what you need to do to upkeep the car but you just may have to go it go about it in a different fashion all right and we are like the spirits and the car is like the physical body all right and it's trying to find that connection because sometimes we don't know what the hell is going on with the car and <laughs> and of course the car all it does is just drives it stops it parks okay it, it it does whatever we tell it to do but it's almost like the car has a mind of its own so it's all about finding that connection and finding that balance now as far as in a attraction sense what may trigger us and this is a big misconception as far as um feeling you know bad about it but um it really all depends on how you are attracted to the physical body which means how somebody look um how somebody is shaped because i mean sometimes that's just what triggers us you know a person's shape and how they look i always say and again just like I said before in this episode, I'm going to keep it, you know, simple, which means I'm not going to go too deep into it. But let's just say body parts have an energy to it. 
Um, like, and I'm not trying to be funny. I'm being real. Like when I see thick woman, I feel warmth. I feel like protected. <laughs> um, you know, um, you had one female, she said it's something about a man's veins. Um, when he has veins, that's like literally like, especially a man that works out and he has muscles. And then even if he ain't got like super duper deep cuts, he just have those veins on his arms and you see it on the chest. And she said, even when it's in a man's private area, you see the veins on his penis and all of this different stuff. Um, she said to her, she think of dominance. You know, she think of um, control is the wrong word, but she think of like like that man grabbing her up and, you know, um, putting her in her place and in a respectful place. I'm not talking about she wasn't talking about like no abusive type thing where, you know, he have her in bondage, even though some people like that type of thing. But just more so to her, the man could be as soft as a pussycat. But to her, when she see man with veins, it kind of turns something on in her. She think of dominance. OK, um, she think of a man, you know, that can put her in her place when she's you know, out of control. She says she likes it when her boyfriend gets mad at her when she's out of line. And then, you know, the vein come from his neck and then his veins get bigger in his arm. And then especially if his shirt is off and in his chest. So, I mean, vice versa. I mean, we can't feel bad if it's something about how a woman is shaped. And we're not saying a woman got to be shaped perfectly. She can have um, stretch marks or she can be a little bit on a heavier or like skinnier side, but it can be the way she placed her hand on her hips, the way that she, you know, pucker up her lips or the way, you know, her teeth is or how her eyes is. Like I know my wife have big almond eyes. Um, some men may like the little small, you know, um, squinchy eyes, you know, or, you know, it can be everything from the shape of the nipples to, you know, the shape of the head, different things on the body kind of trigger you okay and sometimes you especially complexion all right and you may see that in somebody at work or out at the grocery store or you know um at at school if you're on campus it's, it's different type of things and instead of putting all that emphasis on that person just think about the energy and i think that's what we do we put too much emphasis on that person okay maybe you just attracted to that energy all right. To that to that body type. All right. And when you start, if that's what it is. OK. And you understand that and you don't have to be in denial like that ain't what you like and it ain't all about that. And this is how we put syrup on shit and call it pancakes, because then we start making it seem like we want to be deeper in with that person. We want to connect more with that person. Look, it's nothing but a simple energy, it's something about that body part that turn that triggers something in you. And that's all it is. Once you start to understand that we won't be doing this stupid stuff and, 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 and kind of doing stuff out of, you know, wax. Um, the other one is emotions and, and meaning. All of us want some type of meaning and emotion in life. Remember, in life, I said you got to have the four P's, purpose, passion, provide, pleasure. Um, and yeah, purpose, passion, provide and, you know, pleasure. OK, we all want to have a purpose in life. I forgot to mention passion. Um, I believe I did. But um, anyways, we all want a passion, which means passion is something we love to do. Purpose is the reason why we do it. Provide is providing leadership, wealth, love, whatever. It don't have to be money. It don't have to be just this. Providing is just provide. Okay, what can you provide, you know, someone with? All right, and then enjoying the pleasures in life. So 
um, emotions and meaning. Like we all want a meaning in life. We all want a purpose in life. Okay. Now, from a trigger standpoint, as far as your sexuality, you may be triggered by someone that is emotional. They may be an empath. They may be bipolar. I know there's a lot of people that are bipolar. They are very, very um, in tune with emotion. They master each emotion. Okay, but they may not know how to go about it in the most healthiest fashion. All right. So that may be what attract you. Now, that's me all the way. This is like I used to always say, I don't want to be around no woman. They got all these emotional issues and they all over the place emotionally. But for some odd reason, those were the women that was coming around, because when you are in denial, one of the laws of karma is to expose you. Because you're sowing things out in the earth. So when you're sowing lies, karma will show you the truth. So actually, women that are emotionally disabled is what I am attracted to. Okay? Um, because women, a lot of women that have a lot of emotions going on, they seem to be different. They seem to be out of the box. Okay? Um, they seem to be more open with things. And that's the thing. Emotion, a lot of times, is being unpredictable. This is what made me attracted to my wife because she was so unpredictable. Like most women have piercings on their nose. She had it on her, on the freaking, uh, by her chin. Like who has a piercing right underneath their bottom lip by their chin? I'm not saying no women do, but I was just always used to seeing women have it, you know, on their nose. Like everybody do the nose thing. Okay. Most women have tattoos on their chest and on their arms. She had a tattoo on her freaking foot. Like, I don't really see women that a lot of women that put tattoos on their foot. So she was always different. You know what I'm saying? Always, you know, unpredictable. And that's what triggers me also with emotion. Like when women come with different emotions, a dominant emotion, which means women that are, you know, speakers and, and innovators and changers and women that are, you know, very, very um, sensitive as far as like that empathic energy, women that are also emotionally disabled all over the place, broken. Why? Because I'm a fixer. I like to motivate. So when I'm around women that are emotionally disabled, I like to be the one to fix it. But I have to understand that that is what triggers me so I can understand the dark side, because if I don't understand that and if I don't master that, it can turn into me wanting to control a woman's emotions, me wanting to manipulate a woman's emotions. If I don't get out of denial and realize this is something I'm attracted to, because even though some of these women are emotionally disabled, they're very smart. They're very spiritually connected. They just need to be guided and through guiding them, it guides myself because guess what? I'm emotionally disabled. I can be emotionally all over the place. So it's kind of like we're a seesaw. So it's like I just, I was disliking so-called the very thing that was a mirror of myself. Okay. Moving on to the next one. Um, you know, um, sex. All right. Sometimes what triggers you, like I noticed that, um, one time, <laughs> um, I was watching somebody having sex from the hotel a while ago, and I was curious, like I was actually watching it. I don't know if they had the windows open on purpose, but I was actually watching it. Like a lot of us want to admit these things, but we have these quirky fantasies, these little, you know, and the reason for that is sex is a emotion. All right. Um, some people use sex as a form of meditation. Some people use sex as a cultivated type thing. I told you in the other episode, you have a group of people that come together and they have mental sex. 
They don't touch each other or, or penetrate each other, but they stimulate each other mentally, spiritually, from a third eye standpoint. They reach certain chakras and then they have a mental orgasm all together in one room. You have some people that do have group sex. All right. Um, and it's a tight group. They don't let everybody in. They make sure everything is, you know, sufficient. And the way they look at sex is not the way that you know um we look at it some of us like to to watch porn some of us like to see other people have sex because it's almost like i can't see myself doing that but it's exciting to see someone else do something that i can't really or i won't do it's like watching action movies why are you watching the terminator and and violent movies and all of these things are you a violent person no it's just it's a turn on to me entertainment wise to see these people act wild in this movie because i know i ain't gonna do that i mean we do the same thing with sports the people that's whack in sports is the one that talk the most crap because they can't go out there and play <laughs> so it's entertaining to kind of watch all right and see people do things that we inspire to do but we can't do or something that we don't we don't really do but the dark side of that is becoming possessive becoming um unempathetic um becoming controlling um becoming dis you know respectful you know but Again, those are the things that, you know, that, 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 that triggers us. You may like doggy style. You may like it when a person get on top. Okay. You may like oral sex, study it, study the energy, you know, uh, behind it. Some people like doggy style because it deals with a dominance. Some people like for the individual to get on top of them and have sex with them from on top because it's some type of connection. All right. Like you get a feel of the body's weight. Some people like missionary because it's, it's definitely eye to eye contact. All right. It's, it's, it's that uh, it's that connection. Some people, you know, like, you know, oral sex, they like to be pleasured and like relaxed. All right. And, and where they don't have to maybe put in as much work. All of it has in, in energy. But the tricky thing about that is you have to be careful with engaging in just random activity like that because remember what i said in my other episode some people have a certain intent okay when they're having sex with you they're basically eating your soul eating your spirit eating eating your zeal and by the time you ejaculate even if you don't ejaculate the way you want to even if you don't ejaculate at all they still ejaculated your mind they still ejaculated your you know spirit and then you wonder why you feel a certain way or you you're perceiving things you know, in a certain way. So we have to be careful with that. Sometimes what triggers us is relationships. Some, some of us want to, um, have or get closer to someone when it's building towards something. So don't down a person if they want to move fast. That's just how things go. Like me and my wife, we didn't follow the rules. We met on the internet. Remember people say when you meet people on the internet, you may meet somebody that's crazy. I proposed to her after three and a half to four months. Uh, I mean, that broke the Steve Harvey book. I think in the Steve Harvey book, it said the 90 day rule just to have sex, you know, and I proposed to her after, you know, three months and I didn't even plan it. Like I just proposed to her spontaneously. So we got married at a Detroit historical museum. It wasn't even at a church. So you don't want to be bond. You don't. And that's the part of being a spiritarian. You got to go by the energy. All right. You have to you have to go by the energy. And, you know, um, some of us, we 
become attracted and we want to do something intimately if it's building towards something, if it's building towards a healthy relationship, if it's rising towards something. The downside to that is sometimes you can be forcing it. Sometimes um, that's not you, but you're trying to make it you because with how you see, you know, everybody else and every attraction and every intimate situation is not supposed to lead to a marriage. Okay, sometimes something is just random and it's just a moment. It's like when I had a, I would say, a, uh, I'm trying to put this in word, a spiritual, intimate conversation with a female for 10 hours straight. And that was it. We didn't get into a relationship after that. We didn't get, I didn't say, oh man, that's going to be my wife because we had a 10 hour conversation. No, we had that mental, spiritual intimacy. And then that was it. Even if it's like, even if it was like sexual, sometimes it's just the way it is. But some of us, that's what triggers us. This got to be going somewhere. This has to be building towards something. Okay. And it's funny because after that, the other thing is time. All right. Time is numerology. Time is spiritual energy and spiritual wealth. What is that? I mean, I, when I was going through what I was going through, Everything was off timing. I didn't go off of rules and principles, really. I went off the principles of being a spiritarian without even knowing it. I went off the principles of, you know, spiritual time. But I'm talking about, I didn't say, okay, well, I need to get married because I've been talking to my wife for this, this, that, and the third. No, when it's your time, it's your time. When it's your moment, it's your moment. All right. And sometimes that's what triggers us. Like we we've mastered that. I have to be intimate with this person It's meant for me to be intimate with this person spiritually, mentally, physically, sexually, or maybe all of it or some of it, because it's that time. All right. It's, 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 it's that moment. It ain't about physical attraction. It ain't about what this person have. It ain't about, you know, what I want. This is supposed to happen. All right. You know, the stars align. The astrology told me this. Spirituality told me this. Um, if you believe in the Bible, like it's like everything just added up the timing, the timing of everything, where we met, how we met, how it went. All right. And a lot of times that's what triggers us and get us going because it fits the time frame. The dark side of that is some of us is forcing time. Some of us has the timing wrong. All right. And we're trying always saying, don't make a moment, create a moment. All right. You're trying to make something happen. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, create it. And when you create it, that means you're studying what's meant for you. All right. Because when you create anything and you say, I'm going to create this, when it builds itself into something successful, it's it's the right timing. OK, it's paying attention to the signs. It's not trying to make something happen. The other thing after that is career and mission. Um, now, a lot of us, like I said, remember the four P's, purpose, passion, providing pleasure. We want a purpose. Passion is what we love to do. Purpose is why we do it. So what may trigger us to be attracted to someone is the fact of, you know, them being a humanitarian or them being driven, them being ambitious. Okay. Them having a purpose in life, them wanting to be something in life that would kind of get us going. And that, you know what I'm saying? What, what, what get us turned on and that's good. Okay. Um, you know, cause again, it's that, it's that connection. It's that, it's that trigger. The only issue with some of these things is some of us want somebody that's emotional, but we're not emotional. Some of us want somebody, um, that has driven and is on a mission and has a decent career, but we're not like that. Some of us want somebody with a nice body or something, 
you know, physical, that's nice to look at, but we don't keep up with ourselves. You can't want these things, but you don't put nothing into it. So I just want to give that disclaimer. But anyways, the dark side to just focusing on career and mission is what about everything else? What about the person's spiritual stance? What about the person's, um, you know, emotions? Because sometimes you can be so driven that person really don't know how to love. Okay. If you're trying to build towards a relationship or that person, you know, they, they're just an opportunist, you know what I'm saying? Which means they just, you know, just using you. And then, you know, that's, that's, that's pretty much it, which using is not a negative thing, depending on how <laughs> both of you are being used. Cause we all give and take and take and give, but it's supposed to be a back and forth thing. Finances. Don't feel bad about that. Um, some of us, what triggers us and what turns us on is somebody that has the potential as far as finances, um, somebody that have things, somebody, because it's not really the money. Okay. It's really the wanting to be comfortable. Like why would a person feel bad about wanting to live comfortable, wanting to have the lavish things in life? Um, like just because like me, like I'm an introvert, I'm simple. I can wear the same pair of shoes for a whole year, but I'm not going to hate on somebody that like different pairs of shoes. I'm not going to hate on somebody that like to wear, um, new outfits. You know what I'm saying? Every, every week, I'm not going to get mad at somebody that want a bigger house and several cars. Like, you know, we got to stop that. Like a person have a right to be uh, attracted or triggered by these certain things. But just like I said about the other stuff, what are you bringing to the table? All right. Some of us, we want somebody, we get turned on, we get horny. We want to be next to somebody that has finances, but what are you doing? What are you bringing to? And I don't want to hear nothing about, I made pancakes and eggs five days straight. No, I'm talking about motivation wise. I'm talking about um, uh, I never forget this guy. He has multiple marriages. Um, and he said every woman that's in that marriage, they bring something to the table financially, a skill set. And that's kind of like how they run their multiple marriage. So if you like something, then what are you doing? Like you got people that like basketball. I love playing basketball. Okay. Let's go and run some laps. I don't want to. Okay, let's 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 go and you know um put together a video so scouts can see it. I don't do I have to like you want it, but you know what I'm saying. What are you doing? It's like somebody that want to be on a team that's already established so they can coward their way into a championship. All right, like come on, man. Like you know if you if 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 you want something and if and if you like something, both parties have to put in you know what I'm saying the work because that's what triggers you. This person has these finances. We only live once. All right. Once. We, and what I mean by we only live once, because I do believe in reincarnated energies, is that right now in this moment, okay, we're here for a reason. The four P's in life purpose, passion, provide, and pleasure. Okay. P purpose is why you do what you do. Passion is what you love to do. Provide is what you provide. But you got to enjoy the pleasures. My wife loves to travel. Um, She loves to, you know, um, you know, shop like she, she, she liked the, and it costs money to do some of these things. It's nothing wrong with that. But if she kind of just sitting around suspecting me to do everything, that is when it becomes a problem. So don't feel bad if that triggers you and that makes you attracted to someone as far as them, you know, having finances. Cause the money is not evil. Just that when you have, and finances don't have to necessarily be money. It can be resources. Okay. It can be, um, connections that you have that can, you know, bring in 
you know, money streams or bring in, you know, several forms of income where you can live comfortable because some people are attracted to individuals with finances because they like to give back. They like to help others. So, but the dark side to that is I just told you that gold digger type mentality that I think I supposed to just get it, you know, and, 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 and not, and not work for it. So that's the dark side to it. And the last but not least contribution in spirituality. Um, some people are attracted to those and what triggers them is someone that is spiritual and spirituality represents liberation it represents growth the dark side about that is is that a lot of people they'll say well i'm a christian or i'm i'm a muslim or i'm this and i'm that and i want somebody in that same caliber there's nothing wrong with that but the problem is is that when you feel like if a woman or a man is not in that belief system they are beneath you that's not necessarily true because spirituality is evolving is growth all right it's not being tied down to a certain religion where your mind can't grow and by the way you can evolve even in the belief system that you're in this is why dialogue and debate and you know because the world is constantly changing is going to keep changing the principle stays the same but again what do i say a million times when you try to take a cd and put it inside of an apple phone you already know the end to that now the principle is the same as far as music is music but now we have an apple phone okay a lot of us are not listening to cd players that's not high in demand anymore so again it's all about evolving so that's why a lot of times when you say you are attracted to those that has a spiritual heart and a spiritual mind a lot of us looking like oh here we go because the misconception because of what some people do all right to me being attracted some to someone and being triggered intimately by someone with a spiritual mind is a person that have morals okay they have boundaries because what spirituality does is it keeps us from jumping the roof because some of this stuff that people is believing in and that they're doing like when do it stop because it's going to pretty much get to a point to where people are going to say okay you can you know have sex with animals and 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 then when you have sex with the animal then your wife or your husband have to come behind you and have sex with the animal too like it's it's coming to a point to where we're turning our liberation into okay we want to be liberated and we're going to force you to have the same liberation that we have y'all are worse than what y'all say about the christians or the moorish or the people that is you know muslim like you can't make us you know what i'm saying like go along with that so again, spirituality gives us that grounds. It gives us that boundary. So, and we need that. All of it is important. We need that liberation, but we also need that, you know, boundaries. So again, we have to know what triggers us. Even um, people that are molesters, um, people that, that rape, they're not acknowledging their sexuality. Some people, not all, some. So I don't want nobody talking about, nah, 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 that's not the case. Some, some people that are attracted to kids and to teenagers, something happened in their life where they were traumatized or something left. This deals with grief. This goes back to grief when something is lost and they never got out of that stage. So now how they deal with the same sex or opposite sex of a young age, okay, that's how they pretty much deal with it. They keep, which a lot of us do, a lot of times we neglected by our fathers and especially young girls. They tend to kind of, 
be attracted to men or or vice versa, even women. Um, because men do the same thing that are abusers or that are, you know, filled with um that 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 traumatize others. Like we begin to be attracted to what we lost. Okay, we love the wrong person so hard because we really want to make peace with what traumatized us in the past, but we're not dealing with our past. Okay, we're not going back to the past and dissecting it and getting to the root of it. We're trying to heal it in our own way. Again, the syrup on shit and calling it pancakes. Okay, so again, some people just never grew up. All right, some people just, and what I mean by grew up, I'm talking about mature wise in their sexuality. Their sexuality is still immature. And I'm not trying to be funny. Some people have even been traumatized as far as their, um, sex life all right um where they've been teased whether it's the size of their penis or um a female may have been talked about and 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 talked down on when they were young and then this young man this young boy show her some attention instead of her looking at this young man you know as a young man (laughs) that's young enough to be her little brother or son um she's emotionally disabled like challenged where she's kind of attracted to the energy where she's not thinking. Remember what I said about that spiritual ground? That's why you got to be spiritually grounded because it'll let you know, wait a minute, this person is way too young for me. The energy feels good, but that age is too damn young. Same thing with, you know, I'm a dude. He's, he never grew up. All right. Um, he's traumatized from the teasing. So he's insecure when you watch the catch a predator. All right. And a lot of them guys that, you know, you know, uh, come, it was one guy on the catch a predator who said it, you know, um, he, he, you know, he even said, it. he said, you know, grown women say my penis is small. So I deal with young girls because they don't really well, So he think they don't really pay attention to that. So, I mean, I know y'all probably thinking, what the hell is he talking about? Why is he speaking on that? But I'm, I cover things from all bases. Because sometimes we just stick with one thing. It's not all about I'm getting molested, so then I molest others. Or it was family incest that I saw or I've been through, so I do the same thing. This stuff go from that all the way to insecurities within your private parts or within your energy or within your personality and then within yourself. So it's something about when we become severely insecure or we become traumatized, because kids and young people are so, they have that innocence and that, and that, that pure energy. We got to just take from them. It, it, it just build us up. It make us feel good to take it from them. All right. We have to take it from them. The fountain of youth. All right. It's like when they put the coins, you know, in the, in a fountain and we got to go in there and, and steal the coins and take them out. You know, we got to take, take, take. So, Again, you have to even understand that. Again, some of our sexuality is immature. It has not grown up. All right. Whatever that happened to us at a young age, we still have not surpassed that. We still have not dealt with that. All right. And like I said, sometimes it's just a plain out point blank insecurity that we have. All right. So we feel like young people is is is, you know, it's good to practice, you know, on them. You know, sadly. I mean, sadly, you have people that are even gay and they don't want to really carry on that gay act with adults. So they feel like if they do it towards kids, they can get away with it because kids, they can scare them more into silence. 
And I know people are going to say, no, that's not really true. Because some people actually believe if you do something with little boys and you a man, you're not technically gay. That doesn't mean that, you know, you that you like men because you don't like adult men. You just like little boys. Okay, I can understand that. It's different layers to it, but you can't get away from the insecurity. Why do you have to go to the little boys? Why do you have to, you know, attack them? Same thing with females that touch on little girls or touch on young men. It's all that emotional disabledness, that immaturity, and that insecurity. So, again, this is Isaiah Nelson. This is the Forever Learning, Forever Growing Podcast. Again, I'm talking about triggers, man. Like, what what triggers us to that point where, um, you know, we get out of our element or we become attracted to something <laughs> Um, or we become connected to something on an intimate level. There's a light side to it and there's a, a dark side to it. So and somewhere down the line, whether it's our careers, whether it's our purposes, whether it's our spirituality, sex kind of wraps itself around that area. It always do, you know, so and I just proved it with the seven areas of life. All right. It's Isaiah Nelson. Thank you for listening.